Gearheads, and welcome to The League, exploring the League of Legends lore from A to Z. My name is Rebecca. And I'm John. My name is Mark. And today we're talking about the Green Father, the Green Daddy, <laughs> the Greenest Daddy, Ivern, who was released uh, October 5th, 2016. Yeah. Green. <laughs> oh, was that your impression? Are you going to do that next? Oh, it wasn't. I do have a different quote for that. Okay. Yeah, what do you say? It would be like a... The druid abides. Ooh. Very good. You've actually played Ivern. I I haven't. Mm. <laughs> Have an Ivern crisp apple. <laughs> Don't ask how I make them. Ooh. <laughs> Daisy! <laughs> also, he had a very inspirational one here that I liked. Sprint like a snail. And you will never twist your ankle. Oh. That's mm. a big mood. Yeah, he's got a lot yeah. of little quotes like that. Yeah, he's got a good voiceover because he was released a little bit later. I feel mm. like um, people released after a certain time have a lot more going for them. Mm-hmm. Um, on the universe page, Ivern has a bio, a like release teaser video, and a short story, which is like kind of what I was expecting from him. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't have a whole lot more. This is no. one where the universe page <laughs> actually actually got all of it. <laughs> Uh, but just because there's not a lot to get. Yeah. You know, we can give it to him on this one. You know, it's fair. Credit where it's due. Yeah. I feel like Ivern is an idea that they had in game. Like, okay, it's a jungler who's not killing the camps. He's befriended them. And then they never bothered to figure out how to make that work. Mm. Yeah. Like in the gameplay is what you mean, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I, like I liked his lore a lot. I guess I'll say now. Because I think... I think the reason we don't have a lot of lore is because he's not very popular, and he's not very popular because nobody plays him. Because I mean, he, he just a, doesn't work. He had his heyday. Yeah. I guess game. that's true. Uh, but yeah, it was. <laughs> I just I love the I love the tonal disconnect between most of his lore, or like most of his bio at least, and his like yeah. character. Since like his. His morphing into the character that he is in game happens kind of so late in his bio. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's very like a uh, it's like someone told Matt Dunn like, oh, the champion's name is like Ivern, and he's like, ah, nice. That sounds like Ivan. Ivan the Terrible. Here we go, <laughs> fucking marauding. And and then he finished writing that, and they're like, oh, by the way, we want him to be like a tree. He's going to be like a living tree, super friendly, going to love everyone. Like, okay, okay, mm. okay. That's basically what I got, but let me do a quick revision. <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end, he turns into a tree, and he's nice now. I'm curious to look at his old lore, because I feel like that's... I, I no guess I feel like lore. the... Oh, really? This is it? There's not even like a... Yeah. I assumed maybe it had gotten like a pass or something like that. I don't know. I thought mm. in the it happens about halfway through the bio i didn't think it came super late i was i mean i was looking at it late i think you're you're both like halfway there like i think it was beyond the halfway point but it wasn't the last like paragraph or anything the very last i'll say i didn't know i didn't know anything about ivern's lore and i was kind of disappointed that he had this like dark vicious backstory i i didn't really need it for him i was fine with him just being you know our green daddy like our Mm. tree father and he's chill as fuck, but instead he's like slaughtered a bunch of people. But now he has seen that life is good. <laughs> like I just also I lied. He does have old lore. Oh, he does. Okay. I didn't realize it and didn't read it. Uh, okay, oh, no. likewise. Well, maybe I'll give oh, that a look. I'm, right. I'm curious. 
it, mm. it seems very similar to be fair like I'm i don't sure. think they rewrote any big story points here like he was still a marauder he still went to ionia he still uh killed the god willow and then became the god willow so like you know all, all those points yeah are still weird here. i wonder why mm. they changed it was very light rewriting i'm yeah. curious maybe they just huh. cha- maybe they just changed it to help it communicate an idea better or maybe it read in a way that wasn't quite getting across what they wanted or maybe they, maybe mm. something changed in the lore and they had to go erase all mentions of something that was no longer is or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> huh. All right, I'm actually just reading through this real quick. Okay. There's an interesting aspect here where it does look like throughout his old bio, the God Willow's actually speaking to him mm-hmm. in like cryptic advice. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, for instance, listen, grow. Hello. Uh, show, but doesn't actually say what it means by that, so he's kind of okay. left to his own devices to figure it out, and that's what leads to a lot of the meandering over the centuries of, like, maybe this is what they meant. Interesting. Huh. Okay. I think I prefer... That's an interesting idea, but I do like it in this, where he's a little more... Uh, his direction is a little more clear, or at least when he's meandering, it, it kind of makes a little more sense for him than just... You know, running around trying to find his ass, you know, with both hands behind his back. Like, I don't know. Do I do this? Do I do that? Uh, but okay. Do, do, uh, should we do the bio? So since we kind of yeah, talked yeah, yeah. around it, the bio you kind us. of almost got it all <laughs> when you were saying it earlier. Frankly, um, <laughs> that's true. But anyway, so this one's by Matthew Dunn, credited on the uh, the wiki. And as we've been talking about, Ivern was originally Ivern the Cruel from like ancient Freljord, and. When there was a big Vora Jard, yeah, his old name, yeah, that was a neat, that was an interesting before the thing. demigods even formed the Freljord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he he lived around the time that the three sisters, the original three sisters, were kind of coming up, and you know, there's conflict between them and believers in the the original Freljord gods, like he was. So they sailed east to go find the you know the land where the sun first rose, aka Ionia, and they do find it. And when they get there, he and his his group kind of carve a bloody path. Uh, to eventually they get to this grove known as uh, uh, Omi Kyalon. Does that sound about right? Mm. That sounds good to Ori me. Omi in the blind forest. <laughs> <laughs> Omi in the... <laughs> yeah. Um, they, they get there. Um, so it's this Vestayan grove. So they are they are kind of constantly fighting Vestayans while they're they're cutting their way to the heart of it and they get to, like we also talked about, this, this god willow, which is like this ancient massive spirit tree. It's a big fuck off thing. Uh, during the battle with Vestayans, Ivern cuts it down, and when that happens, the best way I can describe it is like his consciousness is sort of cast into the ether, and he is kind of made one with the remaining essence of the God Willow. It's like the that's how I kind of saw it. So right. it was very like Final Fantasy VII life streamy. See, mm, <laughs> you know that's actually a really the cloud just kind of gets dumped into the life stream. Yeah, live stream. Oh. The concept of like a live stream is a really good way of kind of talking about this because he spends a long time. It sounds like. Like kind of getting from ancient Freljord up to modern day, um, just kind of observing nature and seeing all of this stuff happen, and 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 being connected to the God Willow that drives him to kind of, like kind of uh, feel remorse for all the things he's done, and you know, turn a, a new leaf as it as it were. <laughs> and, uh, anyway, so he becomes he becomes like a, a, the tree guy that we all know and love, and um, kind of sets out to help cultivate humanity um, and. Along the way, he picks up Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's mostly it. Um, you can let me know if I missed anything. I think that's it. Yeah, 
that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I guess I I kind of like the the violent backstory. I guess I like <laughs> I like it makes me think of um maybe say like a brand type or something like that where uh you know he has a really has a really dark history and 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 it's nice to see a character who has kind of grown in a way that's very positive. I guess that's. Maybe I'm a sucker for that. I just really like positive, no, well-meaning characters. I, I love that. Like, and and I love that when it's earned. But in this case, it's a very magical transformation mm. of change of heart, where he's like morphing with a god spirit. I guess that's what happened. I don't really know I guess exactly. That's true. So it, it was. It was just a a very quick change and one that I don't know. It was just. They didn't build it up. It was just, mm. he just realizes life should be more precious, which is true. And I'd love for him to come to that conclusion. But I, I don't know. <laughs> I think a big part of the redemption arc is the, is him actually like, not just realizing like, ah, I done gone fucked up, mm-hmm. but is actually like atonement for it. Yes, mm. and but consequences. Be- but because his concept of time is so warped now the atonement which was kind of initially defined as you know teaching humans to respect nature um so that they don't make the same mistakes that he does uh the timeline on that is very pushed out because he as like this kind of immortal being has until the last breath of the universe (laughs) to do it so he's not Rushing, it's, he's he's kind of like got the end problem, where like mm. his lifespan and how he views time goes very counter towards what his goals are. Mm. Um, at least, I mean, maybe not. I mean, if yeah, I guess if you do live forever, then <laughs> yeah. I but, mean, but it, from like there, there's a lot of damage that's going down while he's sure, taking his time. But I didn't feel it at all in the story. Like I didn't feel the passage of time. I was just told about it in like a few words, I guess. So like I didn't feel like he there was any atonement. It was just very Deus Ex Magica, is mm-hmm. what I would like to call it. <laughs> where I get it, it's a bio, but you know there have been bios where I felt a little bit more for someone it was just i don't know it, it didn't feel earned to me and i didn't care that much but i do like ivern in general just like as a concept i find him very sweet and fun and i like positive champions they don't do them that often sure so yeah but the the it was just the dark bloody backstory kind of came out of nowhere and didn't it didn't fit together there's a missing puzzle piece there mm-hmm. and i really wanted it interesting i don't know i'm curious yeah, about maybe maybe if that was less of the bio like maybe if, like imagine if all that is just the first paragraph right yeah and then more of the bio is around i guess because that's a fair point is that all of that is really in service to a character who doesn't really exist anymore he right doesn't. he's so yeah. drastically different and we we can understand that he has tra- changed a lot through a in a more quick way and then you get to spend more time in the bio with ivern as he is or more <laughs> focusing on that that growth right from start to finish and then kind of understanding, maybe helping it make it feel a bit more earned. Yeah. I'm just kind of curious because it's interesting that when we get to the short story, it starts off with him having spent like a century, a hundred years, you know, doing that kind of stuff. And it's also a relatively short thing. I'm curious how, what y'all's feelings were about like the start of that, I guess, because it, 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 it's doing similar things there, right? Yeah. It seems like the the stories that they kind of told at the beginning of that, like, oh, this is what I've done for the past century they seem so 
low stakes and small scale <laughs> for someone whose goal is to like teach humanity the error of its ways. Like, what did you do to spend the last hundred years doing? Like, oh yeah, well, you know, I, I solved a fight between some lichen and a rock. Now they're cool with each other. Uh, you know, I, I, I made some, some other animals feel good about each other, helped help the squirrels find their nuts. Like, it, well, it's weird. It seems like they're like good deeds, but they don't seem to be furthering his overall goal at all. Well, I guess it's important to understand, like, or to establish that that's not like his only goal, right? Because he also, ex- he has, he is such a deep communion or connection with nature that, and I think that's, that's something that they're trying to make clear, right? Is that for us, yes. And it, it's very obvious that, you know, lichen, the, 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 the like property barren dispute between lichen and the rock that it grows on, right? Like, what does it matter? But the, you know, from Ivern's perspective and what I guess he would argue is that it does matter, right? And it's, it's may seem small stakes to you, but if you're that lichen or that rock, it's very big stakes. And that's kind of a, uh, just, I, I don't know, facet eccentricity almost of his character is this kind of, uh, I don't know this 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 care that does kind of extend to things that you know even the bio kind of says that like even the dirt has has opinions right um <laughs> but he's someone who's a kind of a, uh present for all of it and so to him it all does matter I don't know I'd be I could I would be interested maybe to see some of that run up against something that was a lot higher stakes and see if that ch- you know changed his perspective or if he was more if he kind of was more, con- you know, still held the line of, I don't know about held the line, but still concerned himself with such minor things, if that makes sense. Yeah. I like, I mean, to be fair, the the short story in general, I liked a lot of it. I do think that we do get a, a decent blend of, I guess, yeah, severity of, of things that he tackles in the short story alone. Like he starts mentioning that he spent uh, the last hundred years with things like that. And then does immediately tackle kind of a, a much heavier like professional poachers uh, hunting in the uh, <laughs> in the forest and and actually getting one of those one of those poachers to not just like you know two of them just run away but one of them actually legitimately is like okay well this is wrong and I'm not going to do it anymore mm-hmm. so like um, I do like that aspect of it like I it's he's he's very tough for me I very much <laughs> like the character i think that uh him placing such value in such small things like such small such small things that have life him placing equal value in all of them it's like it's good i think that is like growth for sure mm-hmm. um it just seemed like from 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 so much uh I mean, it feels bad to just say he could be doing more because obviously everyone could be doing more at all times. But it seems like his powers are so vast. Yeah, it's it's um, it's kind of hard to say how much reach he has. Not just because he can grow his arms super long, apparently, but um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's just hard. I think okay, what I think might be tripping us up, or at least where I could see it being becoming a thing that's tripping us up, is the fact that he takes such a long view on things, and it's hard to even kind of put yourself... Like, that combined with having such an intimate, like, commune... Like, again, communing with nature in this way that, you know, is beyond the human experience, right? Um, it's like, we can say that these things are, are low stakes, and he could be doing more, but maybe he's doing as much as he, he can. It's just, there's a lot of living things that require a lot of... Uh, cultivation, right? Hmm. It's mm. a classic problem with 
with anyone who has essentially eternal life is there's no way for us to, with our small human minds, <laughs> comprehend what is going to be important to someone yeah. who can live forever and has lived for generations and generations and generations. Uh, like the things that matter a lot to us just inherently are going to matter significantly less to them. So it's it's always hard to try and put yourself in the mindset of someone like that. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if nothing else, what I like is that for for every for so many champions that are, are like you know alive since the breadth of creation, blah blah blah. Also, <laughs> I, I didn't mention it, but he does also get the treatment of oh, p- people know him as like this legendary figure, oh, yeah. like the Green mm-hmm. Father or um, the Old Woods Old Woodsman was another one. Yeah, something else, Bramblefoot. Um, at the very least, it's something that seems to be more at play with how he thinks and acts as a character, which I kind of like. Like, it makes sense that someone who's been alive since, you know, blah, 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 billion years um, has that long view and affects the way that, that they, uh, you know, perceive things and, and deal with problems and things like that right. compared to like this. Now, since we didn't actually do it, did we want to do a quick synopsis of Gift of Venom? Oh, that's short story. the short story, yeah. right? I know we've been also by t- Matthew Dunn. Yeah, <laughs> we've been kind of talking around it. I can definitely do that because uh, I, I took notes on it as well. Um, but like we've been saying, he it opens with you know him talking about the things he's been doing for the past hundred years, rooted in one spot, um, and things very small in scale to things maybe a little bit better. It does say that he's done those and countless other things to kind of say he didn't just do this <laughs> but who knows what that means i guess regardless he's done lots of good things we promise he's done lots of good things right regardless uh eventually across this 100 years the sassafras starts warning about hunters in the forest so ivern kind of uproots to go investigate and on the way there are other like living things pieces of flora they were kind of fretting about what's going on and he calms them down and he goes to check it out and he finds a dead shag yak uh which has been poached for its horns apparently and it cuts to the perspective of one of the poachers named Rizbel, and she's there with two others, one named uh, Nico and one named Edo. And they're hunting shagaks, they're poaching them for their horns, and they're about to take out another one when the grass you know, blooms up in front of them. Nico and Edo sneak in while Rizbel waits, and she hears the sounds of stones smashing in the distance, and then the two other poachers come racing out of the brush, you know, running past her. And for a moment, she sees like a flower dancing atop the grass before Daisy comes lumbering out. And so she <laughs> she runs off. And every time she's kind of taking a turn, she gets stopped by a wall of grass. And she realizes she's being kind of shepherded to a spot and eventually goes there and confronts Ivern. Now, Ivern's very, very gregarious. He's very much as he acts in game. He's not threatening. He's very <laughs> chill. Um, eventually, she draws a dagger. And as that happens, she is bit by a young, like very deadly viper that had shown up early in this in the story so um ivern grows a remedy from some mushrooms using the corpse of the dead shagak he he gives it to risbel and she's fine and they they talk a little bit and eventually gets to the point that she feels remorse for what she's done and sees what she's done is wrong um so ivern ivern goes to i think what he says he's gonna do he's gonna go oversee elections between tadpoles to see who's king of the lily pads <laughs> while risbel buries the tusks and, and prays and you know makes amends i am sorry that we really reversed it this week by talking about both the bio and the short story without telling you what the bio and short story were about first it's nice to have stuff to talk about <laughs> i really like this story i will say it was yeah. very fun i liked yeah. it a lot uh i really like the how he's kind of describing the politics of the 
the forest mm-hmm. creature is like, oh yeah, this animal told this animal, this animal told this animal, then this animal told the butterflies, and once the butterflies know something, <laughs> ugh. Yeah. <laughs> it was very uh, Yordle-like with the yeah. was very... Lulu and everything. Yeah. yeah, after reading through this, I am convinced that it, it must be Ivern who's the narrator in that um, right? Whispering Dude because it says the exact yes. same types of things. Yes. Mm-hmm. But that was real nice to have that voice kind of so strong in that story. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a good. It's cute. Um, I'm I'm fine with Ivern kind of being limited to where he is. So, John, I know you kind of talked about like we don't understand the scope of his power, but it's possible he doesn't either, or mm-hmm. it's just so this area, this place, these woods are the most important place. Maybe if the bio, God, maybe that would, is what would be good is if the bio just said kind of tweaked his goal to be more about I'm just going to protect this clade. And that's and, and yeah. manage this. That seems to be more in line with what he's doing anyway. Yeah, because I don't even know if he'd function outside of like Ionia. Like, that's really like, kind of need the magic. I don't know. It's a good question. Um, I think it mentioned that he left Ionia. Oh, point. am I okay. imagining that? I don't know. I hmm. I don't hmm. remember. I don't remember from the <laughs> bio, and he doesn't in the story. In the story, he I assume at, le- at least he is still just in. Ionia. Just at uh, the very end, that's when he joined the League of Legends. <laughs> right. Well, it was almost like that with the bio. I was like, and that's when he became a tree. Right? I, <laughs> exactly there was a section at the end that very much seemed like... <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would have been the best. But yeah, I, I, I really like the story. I, I I can't compliment it enough. This is kind of what, what I really want when I'm complaining about, oh, here's a champion with a really strong voice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like this is what I want. Something like this for Brom or Draven, where it, yeah. it's like this is perfect tonally. The writing is is fun and it it carries through exactly. Like it is like ah, oh, this just nails Ivor. It's like mm, uh, it's perfect. Chef kiss. It's great. <laughs> it has it had a lot of. I don't know. I thought the writing was a lot of fun. It had a lot of details. I love the interaction with you know this this snake that shows up and it's it. I remember what it said. It says like safe or something. Yeah, and it's like. <laughs> Ivor and new snakes were embarrassed by their lisps and for a long time had avoided words with sibilant sounds. He challenged them to embrace the words they feared the most, but they took the lesson to heart and now spoke exclusively in words beginning with S. Snakes. <laughs> such overachievers. Right. And then they follow up on that by the snake's name being Cyrus, spelled with two S's. <laughs> it's like, ah, right. beautiful. And then the first thing the little baby snake saying is, sorry. Yeah, startled. It's like, ah. Startled. Mm. Excellent. It's great. Uh. Also, just to clarify, or just to uh, confirm, Ivern wandered far across Ionia and beyond. Ooh. Oh, really? Oh, and the magic followed him, it, sounded, it says. Okay, huh. interesting. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, I guess I send him to like, to, like, Noxus. Like, maybe chill him out a little bit. Can he grow some weed plants for him? <laughs> I, I, like to, <laughs> I like to imagine Ivern on the uh, on the ship with Ari and Yasuo at the end of the... <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> that would be great. Honestly, that would be great because you would have this ship come in and it's like just the wood of the ship having grown like back to life and shit. Oh. That's fantastic. Right that. Yeah. Have him just stroll into Bilgewater <laughs> and start fixing shit. Man. Ah, okay. Oh. I could get down with this. <laughs> All right. Headcanon, please. Uh, so he... Uh, He's also part of the Friend of the Forest cinematic that we talked about. That was kind of like mm-hmm. his champion reveal, which I loved. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I like so this, this one a lot too. <laughs> this is basically just like uh, there was a hunter that 
was about to kill what looks like a uh, a bunch of sleeping wolf pups, and Ivern has covered him in vines to stop him from killing him, and then we see that the hunter has some friends nearby, so Ivern pops up some 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 tall grass to hide them from the hunter's friends and then giggles creepily and uh, <laughs> uh, uh yeah it's pretty good for 30 cute. seconds i know it's cute a pretty static animation you know yeah and you do get you get you get what he's about yeah in those 30 seconds and you kind of get what his gameplay is going to be about which is really unique and I, true. I wish they would have explored it more or yeah just find a way to make it make it work in game a little bit better. I don't know what it is. I I don't jungle. I can't tell you why Ivern isn't popular and doesn't work, but I, mean, I don't I can, know. I can guess. I I don't know, but I, he's got a really. <laughs> I mean, it's a really weird play pattern in general. And then on top of that, yeah. it you know he doesn't. Seems like he doesn't have much in the way of like damaging tools. And it's like, how do you? You know, mm-hmm. it's like, why would I do this when I could just have a fucking lease in or something like that? Yeah. We should get Pags <laughs> to come in and say why, because I can. I'm sure he knows. <laughs> Supportive junglers very kind of fell out of the meta. They're very not meta right now. I know um, for they sure. They were big for a little bit, um, but now there's a lot of carry jungler options out there, especially with a lot of the I new champions it. that come out. So. Yeah, they buff Darius jungle. But like, if you're looking for a supportive jungler, like man, Ivern's good. He like yeah. gets buffs and then shares. He creates a duplicate copy to share them with his carries. You don't, which you don't is need awesome. a leash. Like not not having a leash. Like you don't have to leash. You get mm. the shields that he gives. Uh, you can create brush, which is great for certain champions. Like you know when you've got a team with like you know Caitlyn and Rengar on your team, the ability to create brush is super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. Know. Maybe if they tried to, I mean, I'm not, I don't fucking know League of Legends. I'm, I'm, you know, complete iron tier shitter. Um, but maybe if they tried to like s- transition him into like a support lane role where he could just kind of almost bard like kind of roam a bit and help the jungle in that way or something, maybe that would help. I don't know. Just, just counter jungle. I think he just needs a better ult, to be honest. That would help too. Goddamn. Fucking day. I, I play Ivern and Aram every now and then, and whenever Daisy pops out, I always just feel so mad. <laughs> like fucking Daisy, just do something, Don't please. Do anything. <laughs> like it feels unimpactful. Like, yeah. Maybe Daisy is an AOE knockup when you throw her out at people. I don't know. Something a little more impactful. Little mini ma- a, like malfight you throw at people. That could yeah, be fun. The, yeah, yeah. Her AI is too kind of inconsistent to be useful because she. I mean, she's got that AOE knockup, but just yeah. like procking it like you I don't want think it I've to ever fucking seen fucking it in my life. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Anyway. But, yeah. Enough complaining about the actual game, League of Legends. Yeah, know, We're here for the lore. <laughs> so, very importantly, he is in one comic. Oh, man. Sharp, oh, no, honey. Issue one. It's a KDA comic that looks like a fashion magazine. In the what? quiz section, one of the questions is, who are the members of KDA? Oh. One of the options is, Kaisa, Evelyn, Akali, and Ivern, which raises the question... Is this a reference to League of Legends, which we know exists in this universe, or does Ivern also exist both Ooh. in and out of game in this universe? Hmm. Thoughts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's like their he's like their weed dealer. I don't know. Man. I'm trying to think. Oh my god, that's it. Mm. <laughs> he's the KDA weed dealer. <laughs> he just rolls Can I with get the entourage. That skin riot? You know? <laughs> Fucking got me, man. That's wild. He's got a Snoop shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. 
So I wrote down some fun Ivern quotes. I will say a surprise. I, I was surprised at the number of, I guess, pop culture references oh. in Ivern quotes, given that he's kind of like, I don't know, a being out of time. He has mm. latched onto this one very specific period of pop culture, and he's... <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's the weed, man? <laughs> now, obviously, first one is the one that you mentioned right at the beginning, Mark, mm-hmm. uh, which is not the only Big Lebowski <laughs> reference that he has. You've got the Druid Abides and the You're Obviously Not a Gopher line. Mm. I uh, guess it'd be, yeah, it doesn't land quite the same, I suppose. But <laughs> uh, he's also got a quote that to Maokai that says, Oh, are you going to Tremoot this year? I'm going to dress up as a sassafras. <laughs> uh, which is a Lord of the Rings reference, uh, as the rare gathering of Ents is called an Entmoot. Oh, mm. okay. god damn. Interesting. <laughs> oh, look, a happy little cloud. Yeah. Clear Bob Ross. <laughs> and we've got a... Uh, oh, my God, the this sur- last one. The surprising what? one. When we're talking about dated or slash timeless <laughs> <What>? references... <laughs> This is to Blue Buff. You're my boy, Blue. <laughs> Holy shit. We used to fucking yell at it each other all the time back when that movie was real cool, you know? Timeless old school reference. Yeah. Oh my God. And he means the movie, the old, movie school, old School, not an old yeah. school not to reference. Be confused with it being an old school reference, which it is. <laughs> Man. Oh God my damn. God. I didn't realize he said that. Uh, yeah. I. He's also got another one to Malphite, which, I mean, this one isn't technically a, a reference. It just reminded me of it. But he's got, Mountain Man, it's me, the tree guy, which just reminded me so much of that that quote from Thor. Like, hey, I know him from work. You <laughs> <laughs> nerd. Funny. Uh, I think that's it for Canon Ivern, though, huh? Yeah. Yeah. He does, I mean, he, we yeah. don't have much. He's cute. Um, I really like the short story, like we talked yeah. about. There's such a personality in it, and like, thank God, a champion with a lot of personality was given a story from their point of view. Yes, <laughs> like that's all we you. want. Yeah, to me, the bio just, like I said, was missing a connector for mm. me. It was just, I'm evil man. I cut down tree. I am tree, and like that was. <laughs> 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 Maybe I read it too fast. I have like a friend visiting from California, so they were all chatting on the couch while I'm reading in the bio, and I'm like, I know I'm pretty sure that's actually like that's a line. In the, <laughs> I am <the> tree. <laughs> I am killing man. I kill tree. I am tree. He's got a three line bio, folks. <laughs> He's the new shorter than Heimerdinger. <laughs> anyway, otherwise it's very cute, but not yeah. a lot here. Yeah. Give me another short story with yordles yeah, and Ivern. Another short story. I mean, maybe maybe the the whispering doodads considered another Ivern story. I mean, we'll have to count it. Maybe. It definitely is Ivern. There's not even this isn't even an argument. I don't care yeah. what Riot says. That's Ivern's point of view. Unless Ivern has another tree brother, right? And they're well, the same dude. <laughs> he never might. mentioned. I don't know. <laughs> so I was looking around for this because they talk about like this god willow that he killed in this this grove, mm. and they're named. And I was trying to see if they get get referenced anywhere. Seems like there are other like big fuck off spirit trees. Like, okay, you got a connection <laughs> to Lilia, for example, where the tr- the grove that she's from was originally a, something that he planted. Um, so oh. he's kind of like a he's he's like her absentee green father. <laughs> <laughs> 
but there might be others. So, you know, maybe we do hit it. Maybe it's, maybe that's what that's supposed to be is another weird. No, that's gotta be him. Fuck off. No. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. 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 Fuck off. <laughs> All right. So there's now, not a lot of AUs, but. He doesn't have a lot of AUs. He, there, he's got three here. We've got uh, Sugar Rush. <laughs> From the gingerbread castle to the root beer sea, the licorice mountains to the gumdrop forest, this is the candy kingdom in all its glory. And this one is Candy King, Ivern. The resplendent ruler of the candy kingdom, Ivern is beloved by subjects far and wide, yet there are those who have seen the monster lurking beneath his jolly frame what? and his Ooh. gnawing hunger for candy flesh that can never be satisfied. Wait, is that actually right. it? That is oh actually it. Well, I thought you were just fucking what? with us. No, that is... What the fuck? Okay. It yeah. takes a dark fucking turn. Oh my god, John. Okay, I was just about to point out to you the lollipop. Yeah, so the most important part of the skin, there is a lollipop at the front right. Bottom right. Yeah. Zoom bo- in real tight. Bottom right. It is... It has a picture of pre-rework lollipoppy. Nah. On it's like lollipop on a lollipop. Oh, that yeah. is one of my favorite skins ever. I'm so disappointed Riot changed that splash art. It is one of my favorite. I would frame that and hang it on my wall. <laughs> I'm glad they've immortalized it at least. It's stunning. <laughs> I love it so much. So you just want no There's one to little... ever come into your house again. <laughs> See that shit it's on the wall. It's a little like chocolate Poro too. Oh. I like to look at the skins when you're doing these. Uh, to see yeah. if there's any hidden nuggets in there. Get immersed. Yeah. Now next up is Dunkmaster, which doesn't this have is great. It doesn't have like an AU blurb or anything, but the blurb for his skin on this one. Daisy and Ivern first started as a basketball doubles pair on the mean streets of the Kamungu jungle. But then a chance encounter with then NBA commissioner John Brambleback pushed them both into the national spotlight. They've been tearing up the court on the professional circuit ever since. You know what I love about this skin? <laughs> is it the guy? <laughs> no, that's pretty good too. You know what I love about this skin is the fact that in my mind Sorry? it is a reference to uh, to semi pro that other fucking uh, Will Ferrell oh, movie. Oh god, so your old he looks page. like him. <laughs> it, he does. He looks exactly like uh, Will Ferrell. In that. <laughs> Man, that's nuts uh, though. John Brambleback was that the name that John you just said? John Brambleback. <laughs> Okay, cool. <laughs> Funny yeah. shit. Now, the last one he's a part of is the Eclipse slash Coven skin line. So cool. Long ago, an order of monastic knights slew the vile gods of the old world using esoteric powers granted by the moon and sun. Now the world has grown dark and violent as those selfsame deities prepare their return, challenged only by the light of the eclipse. Now, this one is separated into the Coven Skins and the Old Gods, which is where Ivern falls in, with Old God Ivern. A nightmarish totem forged of witchcraft and forbidden incantations, Ivern stood among the Old Gods in the days before their destruction. Left inert for hundreds of years, he has risen along with his brethren to annihilate the paltry works of man. Man, they're really getting wild with these AUs. Yeah, I know a lot of times we say, "Oh, it's just the same thing," but they're in a cyberpunk. But this one's like, no, yeah, this is three very different Iverns for sure. 
That's yeah. Neat, this is another one where they have the scale of it. The champion is like gigantic. Oh, yeah, a lot mm. of the coven really cool. ones do that. The coven and uh, like elderwood or whatever. Elderwood, yeah. 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 They're real great scales. Yeah, that's dope. I feel like I don't ever. I've never seen this the skin in game though. I will say because God, I don't know the I've last seen time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a newer skin. Uh, fuck me. Yeah, it's a damn shame because it looks cool. Yeah. Hmm. Now I have a few fun facts for you. Hell yeah, let's mm. do it. Number one, and most importantly, Ivern is an anagram of Riven. Who? Are they the same character? Uh, no. Who knows? <laughs> Could be. Add Confirmed. that to the list of uh, of That's... Ivern conspiracy theories. Oh yeah. Is da- is Daisy Annie's sister? I do Who still knows? I do still like that theory actually. <laughs> yeah, I guess we didn't we mentioned it back in the Annie episode, but it does mention yeah. in this bio that so Daisy was formed when he had a wounded stone golem and he pulled a a pebble, a river stone out of river pebble or something like that out of a uh, river, obviously. And Daisy started springing forth from it that he doesn't know wh- why. That's the mm-hmm. thing that to me kind of cinches it is the fact that like he doesn't understand the daisies and they make a point of it being like oh that's weird, so yeah confirmed yeah I I like that idea yeah they're both equally likely mm-hmm. <laughs> Ivern is Riven and yeah. Daisy mm-hmm. is Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ivern is voiced by David Lodge who also did pre rework Galio oh, oh really? nice. man. He did a really good job with Ivor, and it's kind of surprising. I kind of remember what old Galio sounds like, but this one is, this is like the... Different. Yeah. yeah different, right? That's another thing. It's like every now and then there's one or two that we see like, oh, they do this or this other champion. And it's like, oh yeah, I can hear it right away. But, I uh, Good shit. Voice acting. <laughs> uh, part of Ivor's sounds came from constructing a Foley prop called The Creaker. Hmm. which was a rope stretching across two wooden planks attached to a hinge, which hmm. this is, uh, there's actually a whole, the stories behind League's SFX page with a lot of really fun Foley facts and a lot of videos behind them creating the Foley, which is hmm. a fun watch. Oh, do they show the Creaker in it? Because I want to see they how actually, it's constructed. They don't show the Creaker, uh-huh. unfortunately. They do show uh, a rider whipping himself in the eye trying <laughs> to make whipping noises. <laughs> Cool. Glad they, they got that in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, and last thing, Ivern travels with a squirrel named Mikus, <laughs> who was in Matt Dunn's original lore going to die, <laughs> but then the other oh <laughs> the God. other members of the lore team got upset at him for killing <laughs> the squirrel, so it didn't end up happening. Fair. He was feeling a little bloodthirsty with Ivern. Uh, owner was <laughs> up. <laughs> Yeah, he really. He wanted to write like a Darius backstory or something mm. like that, and he didn't get a chance to. Mm. So it's like, I'm going to get my fucking bloodbath. He's going to murder everything. Murder. Can you kill magic? Can you kill Mother Nature? I'm going to have him try. <laughs> it was a really strange part of the story, was when he insisted on killing this tree. I'm like, bud, what are you doing here? Like, well, yeah. You know, just because you can. These people are trying to protect something, and he's got to show them, like, hey, you ain't yes. shit. That is human. That's a very human thing, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I think they, they depict exactly that. It's like he's trying to break their their morale in the fight. Although I don't... seems like they're just making more angry, but fuck do I know. Yeah. I don't know. Turn him into a tree. 
eternity. <laughs> yeah. And gave him yeah. eternal life. I don't know. And magic powers. Wow, this seems like a good deal. Right? He really made out on this one. Yeah. Yeah, but he's kind of like... I, I mean... It's kind of like, it makes me think, again, of like Aatrox a little almost, where he's kind of stuck for like centuries, just watching shit grow. Only here he seemed to have liked, he, he it was good for him, right? Yeah. I would say it, it's, it's a cathartic. little worse for Aatrox. <laughs> sure, well, sure, yeah, I guess that's true, he is stuck he in He doesn't really sword. have free roam, like Ivern could just go wherever he wants. Can yeah, he but I don't know. For a chunk of time he couldn't, it seemed like. It seemed like mm. he was kind of stuck in the, the ether. Oh, true. Yeah. <laughs> for lack of a better word. <laughs> well... When life makes you grow lemons. <laughs> nice. Uh huh. I don't have a follow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just let that hang in the air, like so many grown lemons. Um, no, the the thing I liked, and you caught it in the uh, the all the all semi pro whatever skin dunk master. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Is that he makes reference to the Kamungu jungle, which I don't think that's exists anymore, but that's like old league shit right oh is that where really? like yeah yeah that was old uh like ramus territory yeah nidley i think rango probably anyone who was kind of of that that's where a lot of the monster type champions came yeah from. anyone who's like wild kind of would come from the kamungu jungles <laughs> but now they're just a memory <laughs> uh, i also think oh where was i, I think he made reference to the uh the crystal scar too area is that where he's talking about... Because I know he says, like, to Red, talking about, like, ooh, the Kamungu incident. Isn't that where that Crystal yeah. Scar thing happened? I yeah. don't remember. This is, like, old, <laughs> old league shit. Kalamanda. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Y'all lost me a long time ago. <laughs> That's what? where the Crystal Scar is. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about it just the other week. Did we? When we uh, when we talked about that sweet Dominion trailer, did we actually oh. mention the name of it though? We just said the Dominion trailer, I think. I assume yeah. whenever I mention Dominion, everyone's thinking Kalamanda. Of course, yeah, Kalamanda. <laughs> you that you had to look it up. You didn't even know the word. Doesn't everybody know about the political dispute between Damasia and Noxus fought over Kalamanda, <sighs> which resulted in the Crystal oh my Scar? God. Indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, are we having any final Ivern thoughts? Not really. No. That was a pass remark. John, you got anything? Ivern the terrible. More like Ivern the fun. Eh? I thought you were going to do a tree pun or something. Oh. Mm. Um, the Ivern the terrible. More like Ivern the treeable. There you go. That's, that's pretty good, actually. Nice. Just thought of that on your own, huh? That was tough. I didn't say it at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That it? We good? That was so. Ivern, I think. Yeah. Yay. Play Ivern. Ivern. Good job, everyone. Try we did play it. Ivern. Get him get him some playtime. Get him bumped up there. <laughs> Start playing Ivern. Start figure it out. Hey, you world. can make these Figure useful. it out. <laughs> <laughs> Worlds, yeah. All, all you pros listening. Sleeper OP. Just take Ivern. No one's gonna expect him and you're gonna probably win maybe. Dude, if we see an Ivern at Worlds now, I'm gonna shit. I'm my taking pets. credit. No oh, man. <laughs> They'll remake the game. Oh, it's a bug. Someone picked Ivern. <laughs> She's not supposed to be in. <laughs> that would be so disappointing. Uh, All right. Well, that was our, our tree daddy, Ivern, the green father. Mm. Thank you for listening. We post these on YouTube, and we have a Twitter at Loreheads. I forgot what it was called first. <laughs> you nailed it. Thanks. It's at League of Legends. 
Legends at League of Legends. That is our yeah, that's our <laughs> that's us Twitter handle at League of Legends. But yeah, that's us there. We have so many followers; it's like yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> and join us next week because we're going to be talking about the Storm's Fury, Jana. <laughs>